Welcome to Sports, Wheels, and Reels with Jeff Miller and Austin Horton. One show, two guys, three topics, unlimited possibilities. Presented by Mark Miller Subaru. Engage with us on social media or email us at podcast at mmsubaru.com. And now, welcome your hosts, Jeff Miller and Austin Horton. Episode numero ocho. Number eight, the Rudy Gay episode. The Rudy Gay episode. <laughs> He's Jeff. I'm Austin. Welcome in the Sports Wheels and Reels podcast. Today, we're, of course, talking sports. Lots of jazz. Lots of pessimism here. Lots of optimism there. Like always. Shocking. I know. Uh, baseball and NFL with some local impacts as well. Uh, when we get to wheels, ships burning and sinking. Also, ordering versus buying right now. And then in our movie segment, Reels. Na 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 Batman. Be right back on Sports Wheels and Reels. My name is Spencer Kofed, and my Subaru is Extreme Adventure. Outback's really great for my lifestyle. Got the ground clearance, it has four wheel drive, it has just enough space for all my gear, but it's not crazy big of a footprint, so you can drive around the city really easily. It's a great car. And I almost never sleep in a tent now when I camp. I I always sleep in the back of the, the Outback. I backcountry ski a lot here in the Wasatch and I tour a lot and to get there in a snowstorm I want something reliable and the Subaru gets me to the trailhead and then I can go hike and ski Utah's great powder. If any of my friends were looking to buy a Subaru, I'd, I'd recommend Mark Miller Subaru. They, they have a promised price guarantee. It's just a really transparent experience. You never feel like they're, they're hiding stuff from you. Um, whether it's skiing, skydiving, dirt biking, mountain bikes, surfing, and wakeboarding, my Subaru gets me out on my adventures. Subaru is a brand I trust, and Mark Miller Subaru is the Utah retailer that I love. All right, it is time for the sports part of Sports Wheels and Reels. Sports wheels and reels. Jazz? Jazz. Let's get going. The good, the bad, the ugly, and everything in between. Started last week. Last the week, good the week? good. Amazing. Oh, good, right? Amazing. Coming out of the All-Star break, Dallas. Tough game at home against Dallas. Big that's, win there. That's a banner win, especially with what Dallas has been doing to certain teams great lately. Win. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, How about Gobert Garden Doncic down the stretch? Yeah, and by the way, did you see Jason Kidd's ridiculous statement after the game? Yeah, that we want to isolate Gobert. That's that's what we want. Yeah, that one. <laughs> it's like, hold up, that's what lost you that game, actually. Okay. But, and then the last two minute report. Oh yeah. How that about that crap. garbage? How did they not? The problem with they missed the one call that the the other bad call, the one that was, it happened at like two o two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. Gobert went for the dunk, and Doncic literally went two arms yep. to his side, fully checks him out of bounds. No call. <laughs> Which I... And it was a six foul. It, it would have been, been a, a six, six foul, foul, and that's why it wasn't called. Yeah. And I'll never believe an, an NBA official that they don't know how many, many fouls all the guy has. Because yeah. that was a blatant... They don't know how many fouls Royce O'Neal has, but they'll ha know, they know how much Luka Doncic They know has. how many Donovan Mitchell has. They know how many Rudy Gobert <laughs> yeah, has. Yeah, like, yep, they know exactly. those ones, especially in a nationally televised game. Yeah, yep. I like what Don... Did you hear Donovan on the mic'd up against the Suns? He had the yeah. mic on and... He was saying this is a playoff game. Oh, totally. And you got to be tougher right. than that. You got you to go up two lanes. I like how he was talking to Gobert. He was telling Gobert on the bench, he's like, two feet. No one jump, one leg try and go in. You got to go two feet strong and dunk on the guy. Yep, for like, sure. They're not going to call that little crap on those kind of games. Yep. But two big wins there. And then Houston. 
Yeah. <laughs> and and go ahead. A win us, is a win. <laughs> tell us the, it's a w. the excuses. Let's hear them. Well, they shot 46, 47% from three-point range. That's huge. What did they make, 19, 23, something like that? They might be, you know, 27th out of 28 teams in the league, but they're still a team in the league. And they also took two Western Conference contenders to this down to the stretch two games prior as well. So, like, they were playing well. They and took the Clippers one-point game the night before. Yeah, yeah. That, now, look, the regular season means nothing, especially in those moments. you got to like how they play in overtime, though. You do, but they should never have been there. No, they should have absolutely never been in overtime. 18-point lead in the second half. That would have been their 11th double-digit loss game. Where they were up by double digits yeah, yeah, and that's what, yeah, yeah, exactly. And of those 11, I think eight of them are teams under 500. That's correct. Yeah, yep. That's not good. Uh, and it was almost nine. <laughs> but guess what? That's a, see, that's, see that W? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a win. <laughs> yep. What's nope. that, nine out of the last ten? I stand by my tweet, though, Jeff, that true contenders don't mess around with that stuff but this often. It happens. Yeah, I would give you that, but those, these things happen. I mean, yeah. the, do you remember, well, 97 is probably before your days, but in the finals, the Jazz scored 62 points in a finals game one year. Lost by, like, 30 points. It was, at the time, a record for yeah, it most lopsided loss. Yeah, it was That Stockton and Blown like, yeah. did that. Yeah. Like, it happens. Sure. But they won the game. They got away with it. Yeah. And a Quinn that was not happy. No, there was a long delay between... Yeah, he had some yelling in the locker room about <laughs> this stuff. It was definitely there, but probably why he... One coach of the month, coach of the month for his fourth time. Fourth time. I didn't realize he had it four times. Fourth time and three, third in the last fifteen months. That's amazing. That's ridiculous. Well, we good. win a lot of games. You yeah. get coach of the month. That's how you win coach of the month. Is you win games. Yeah. And <laughs> you could have argued Donovan is player of the month too. Yeah, except for Doncic went for like 37, 12, and yes. eight or something, and. Also, who else? I mean, there's uh, John Morant also went for like 36, John, John 9, Morant. and 8. John Morant is going to be MVP in the next two years. Oh, he's amazing. He is, so, he is absolutely incredible. You can't stop you see him. that full court alley oop? Oh, from full us. court alley oop jump shot? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the dunk. The dunk over Where he Yardle. ruined uh, Jakob Pertl's life. Well, who would ever expect him to jump? Like, like there's a screenshot where they pause, and Yardle's perfectly positioned right in front, and two guys around him, and. Morant just decides to jump over He's him. that good. He's that he's good. He's that good. And oh. by the way, Steven Adams, sneakily now the best passer in the league. Oh, he's amazing. Every I've game he's throwing one full I court. I do, too. Love I've that always guy. loved him. All right, so the good. Jazz, 8-1 and one in February. Should we get the CBS? So this is, you don't agree with this. It's not this good. This is yeah. even more optimist than Jeff, and I'm very optimist. So CBSSports.com, <laughs> their power rankings came, came out. Today. And they've got the Sixers as the first team in the league. And the Jazz as the second best team in the NBA. Which they're not right now. I think they're top five, though. But in the last week, they you could argue, and that's they do these week yeah. to week. In the last two weeks. Yeah, or two weeks, weeks yeah. because yeah, yeah. Since the beginning of February. Well, I mean, they release yeah. these rankings yeah. weekly. But I'd say, like, so. since the beginning of February, you could argue they're the number two team. Pro- you could. You could. Nine and one. Nine and one since then. I mean, that's uh, awesome. and And I like that this last sentence from the author... Uh, Utah has now won nine of its last ten and could be peaking at the right time after its recent postseason disappointments. Do you buy into that peaking at the right time business, or is it just get to the playoffs and then do what you're built to do? I think January doesn't matter. Okay. I think, I think you, want, you want to get your seeds. Seeds matter. You want to get at least home court in the first round. That absolutely matters. It would be nice to have it second round. But, I mean, with what Golden State and Memphis are doing, they're falling. Jazz could be a two seed. They could yeah, get they're to only the two three seed. games out yeah. of the two. They could get to the two seed with a good run down the road. 
the key is you, we have to be healthy in the playoffs. You have to be healthy coming down the stretch. You need Conley. You need Mitchell. And they're a five, top five team. And I've told you this forever, that the goal of an NBA franchise is to be a top five team. The rest is luck. Yeah, well, yeah, you, you got to get to the conference yeah. semi or the conference finals. Yeah. Be a then, top five yeah. team, top four should be one of the top four, and then it's locked. It's about Milwaukee got the Suns without Chris Paul. Or yeah, the Chris Paul, right? And, and Milwaukee got there because Kevin Durant's foot was his big toe was a quarter inch too long. Totally. And you could also argue that the Suns got there because they faced a Clippers team that got decimated by the Jazz. Sure, that <laughs> was just injured and tired and didn't have a chance. No Kawhi. Yeah. Which the Jazz lost to them without Kawhi too, but yeah. hey, we had no guard line so, either. Though, uh, so I'm not going to go totally negative on us this week, though. I have a long list of things that I got a problem with. Okay, what about next? What do you think we do in the next four? Uh, so if they lose to either New Orleans or Oklahoma City, Jeff has to eat my shoe. New Orleans has been playing well. So CJ, since that CJ McCollum trade, he's, they're playing good basketball. But they still should not be beating the Utah Jazz no, at home, right? Oh, no, that's in New Orleans tonight. Excuse me. I think the Jazz need to go 3-1 and one in these four. They, they, they absolutely. 3-1 would be my guess here. They're going to lose one of those three road games they're going to lose. If don't they know. don't, it's not. That Dallas game is going to be a tough game. It will be. That's a tough Dallas game. Uh, especially on, was a back-to-back on that back one, Back-to-back right? on yeah. that. Short travel, which is nice. Oklahoma City to Dallas is not a long flight. Right. So uh, nice. Oklahoma City, Derek Favors. It's fun nice, to watch them. Yeah, one of the nice things about the Oklahoma City game, too, is that well, you don't think it makes a huge difference. It's an hour earlier game, too. That's a good point. So it's, it's instead of being a 7 o'clock game, it's a 6 o'clock yeah. game. So it gives them an extra hour. They get to bed earlier that night. So you said something a moment ago, though, that in the playoffs the Jazz have to be 100% healthy. How big of a loss do you think it's eventually going to play out to be? And I know he's been a step or seven behind where he used to be, but without Joe Ingles, how big of an impact will that end up being on the Jazz season? Now, if they win the whole thing, it's a moot point. Yeah. But I think there's some leadership there for sure on the second unit about having a ball handler. I think that's been yeah. the second that that's been the issue of it with and what they're trying to match it with is basically when Conley's going out of the game, Mitchell's in. So Mitchell's handling the ball. Yeah. So 90, 95% of the minutes out there right now with the Jazz, they've either got Conley or Donovan on the floor. Yeah, right. So I don't think you see much Trent Forrest come playoff time. Oh, you bet in all due respect Trenty, but you better not be seeing Yeah, I don't that. think yeah. you see much of that come playoff time, but I what the surprise signing that everyone's going to find by the end of the season is going to be come playoff time is going to be House. I think House is a second perimeter defender when you have Royce coming off going to the bench is invaluable for this Jazz team. I was I was glad to see Coach Snyder make that call. Yeah, because that's where Daniel High should be. Yeah, but he, the last five minutes he should you should have that guy in the game. He, yeah. he I mean Booker still put up thirty because Booker's amazing, but he played great defense. He made him work for it. And is everyone practicing their archery? Right now with yeah, Daniel House. House. Yeah, got to get that going. Uh, so, I, But I do I wonder uh, if Joe Ingles' absence will actually have a bigger impact than we're anticipating right that, now. That playoff toughness is tough. It's going to be interesting yeah. to see if we do get the Rudy Gay we hope for come playoff time. Ooh, yeah, I don't know. He's I don't been know. struggling. But. And that foot injury surgery in the offseason may have deal. been a bigger deal than a lot of people knew. Totally. So can they get some lucky breaks? Yep. When they get to the playoffs, we'll, we'll see. see. But three and one this week. What do you think? What's your What's your guess? Well, I'm I'm. There's a song by Pink <laughs> called Uh-oh. "Just Give Me a Reason" uh, with the dude from the band Fun. 
that's one of the worst band names of all time, by the way. But anyway, uh, Nate something or other. And the lyrics say, just give me a reason. Just a little bit's enough. Yeah. To be just, optimistic. Just give me something that says it's not going to just be Donovan Mitchell having to carry the entire load in the postseason because Rudy Gobert will be small balled out of it. Just give me something. They've done better on that lately. Okay. They've done better with the rotate because what they're doing now is they're not trying to put him on a perimeter guy and have him be on a perimeter. They're having him coast in the lane and run back and forth and let the four guys on the outside cover the perimeter. And that's been the game plan lately. And it's, since February 1st, you got to say it's working. Yeah. They're 9-1 with some pretty good wins. Yeah. I mean, 9-1, and one, you could poke holes in half of those wins if you wanted to. But I'm not going to. for sure. I, it's on here, but I'm going to leave it be. What? What the Jazz I'm have not going to mention that Chris the Paul J- wasn't playing. Okay, but what the Jazz have going for them right now <laughs> is that they have the best offense in the NBA. Currently, yeah. They're without question. I mean, Philly's going to be coming up on that. Their big three has just been nasty the first three, four games. But yeah. the Jazz offense is just incredible. And maybe the Warriors put it back together. We'll see. They're kind of splintering at the seams right now. Yeah, they're struggling a bit. Uh, but and you actually, were telling the funny me... The thing is they're talking about Steph Curry for MVP. He's having one of the worst shooting seasons of his career. It's the worst from yeah. three other than the year he played five games and yeah, got hurt. Yeah, number because his usage rate's through the roof. Yeah. With Draymond being out and Clay get, getting minutes here and there. Yeah. But he's not having the MVP season nope. that people are talking about. Uh, and you were telling me before that even no matter what happens, the Jazz may end this season with the best historically as the uh, statistically best offensive season of all time yeah, to this, to date. They're close even with the January, which was we don't talk yeah. about the January that we don't talk about anymore. That's we don't talk about <laughs> January. Yeah. All right, uh, should we move on to Let's some to NFL? So the NFL Combine is ongoing, and I always feel weird, Jeff, watching the NFL Combine because it's a bunch of dudes in their underwear getting measured and, and poked and prodded and, and paraded very, about. Very, very awkward. But I, and they're running around little cones and they're doing these ridiculous field day elementary recess drills, and I can't get enough of it. I love watching just watch the, the ESPN combine. combine. Oh, and it's just like a, it's just, it's just a cattle call. It's just one after another. Come on in here and get graded like a piece of meat. But let's type Devin Lloyd. Devin Lloyd, why are you at the combine? <laughs> why are you there? You don't need to be there. He's you can only pick. injure yourself. He's a top ten pick. And I don't mean injure yourself, yeah. but you can only hurt your prospects by having uh, you slip on on a shuttle drill or something. Because your best bet is your you're your top ten pick. You you have an incredible combine. Maybe you're a top five pick, but probably not. Still. Yeah. Go go and go get measured. He should have gone and got measured and done the forty, and then that's sure, it. You saw pro day. You saw yeah, yeah, pro day. Yeah. It that way. Uh, so he shouldn't have been there, but it's still really fun to watch. I like and it. he's going to be a top 10 pick, and he should be. He absolutely should be. Yeah. You should have a few guys drafted. Yeah, Mika Tafua, I believe, yeah. will we'll go someplace. Covey will be a free agent probably. but As he's will gonna, Fotheringham. He's going to be the Edelman-type player in the NFL, though. He will get he will get a contract. He, at very least, he'll be a punt returner somewhere. Yeah. He'll yeah. Be, someone, will, someone will take a chance to throw him on a roster. Yeah. To be that guy that annoys everybody. And then let's talk about spoiled, rich, rotten people. Baseball? Yeah, that's right, it. That's it. the one. <laughs> uh, baseball. My favorite sport, question mark? It's, it's so close. sad, right? You've got greedy guys on both sides oh, that are going to tank another part It's just of gross, season. Jeff, because I get why the owners want more. I get why the, the players, players want, more. want more. But then again, I 
the, neither of them are hurting. There's so much money out They're there. They're fine. And, it's, and, and, and there's we a lot just, of things that the players have the craziest thing ever. Baseball contracts are guaranteed and they can be forever. Yeah. The and, fact that you could do a 10-year baseball contract <laughs> for like $400 million, yeah. NBA players would kill for that. Yeah, and, <laughs> and it sinks franchises like my Angels with Albert Pujols. Oh, oh killed them. Just slaughtered them. Yeah. It was over. And I remember the fool that I was the day it happened going, oh, we're going to win five World Series. It didn't happen. Didn't even uh, make it. Uh, I hope they can solve it. I was telling you before, I wish that uh, Biden during the State of the Union address came out and said, come on, get it together. We need baseball. <laughs> before I, before we get to Ukraine. Okay, and, let's and talk about baseball. Pandemic. <laughs> but honestly, there are, because who hurts is those people who rely support people, on. Support stuff. Because there's a, there's 81 home games. Yeah, ticket takers, concession stands, parking, all the restaurants around the the bars stadium, downtown, the bars. Those yeah. are the guys that get killed. The Uber drivers and, and lifts and taxis. And, all of it. It uh, hurts those people so much more than the players. And the the players will and the owners will never fill a, a inch of what those people fill every day without having a job. So here's my to. question for you: Are we going to see the same thing in the NBA this summer? I don't think. So. I think we'll see it for a three or four weeks. But they'll solve it quick. It'll be. I think Done. they'll see the pain of the baseball one, and they'll be like, we don't want to do that. Yeah, so NBA, the last real lockout the NBA had was that Billy Hunter debacle mm. with uh, Derek Fisher. The yeah, and they've got a better the Players Association. What's her name? Michelle. Michelle. Not Robinson. But she's awesome. Is it Robinson? I can't remember. Excuse me. But she's done a great job managing the Players Association. So I think they've got a better relationship with Silver. I think they'll get it figured yep, out. I and there's too. so much money in the NBA now that, like, there's plenty to go around. Which that should be the case for baseball, baseball, especially after we just watched your terrible COVID season where there were no, there was no one in the stands. Yep. You still had record TV yeah, numbers. Totally. Yet people came back with the season ticket purchases. They supported you. They stood by you. And then you do this to them. And I guess even my guy, Mike Trout, talking about, it oh, gets... it's for the younger players to make more money. No, it's not. When do you think it gets solved? Uh, December. No. Do you think there's a season? Shortened, obviously. I think because they've already canceled opening day. I, I I think that you'll see baseball start probably in June. There's a camp already, right? The Players Association put together a camp in Arizona where it's like a full right. baseball training camp where they're playing games and practicing right. and staying in shape. Yeah, which if they were smart, they'd be putting that stuff online or something. Yeah, running the league and running the show. Sell it for five bucks a month, even. I no, don't totally. know. That's Player support fun. Sport <laughs> sports. It's it's a kids game that gets ruined by adults every day. That's just how it is. All right, that's sports for this week, Jeff. When we come back on the other side. Much like baseball is a sinking ship, ships are sinking around the world. We'll talk about that's really good. I like that. Yeah, and then on a on a serious (laughs) note, the impact of the situation in Ukraine. We'll talk about that and some more. Let's do it. Coming up next here on Sports Wheels and Reels. There we go. My name is Sierra Hudson. I'm a wife, mom, business owner, and my Subaru is safety for my family. So my husband Colton and I have three beautiful little girls. We love adventures. There's just so much to do outside and we love being able to jump in our Subaru and just go. We've brought all three of our babies home from the hospital in our Subaru. So Subaru really is just a brand that's part of our family as well. My husband, he bought me, actually surprised me for Christmas in 2018 with a Subaru Ascent and that was just the best Christmas present ever. 
So this past winter, it was January, we decided to take a spontaneous trip to St. George. My husband just, he hit a black ice or just snow and we just started to slide. I was in the back seat and I was just making sure, kind of bracing for my kids to be safe. And, and it was just one of those moments where you truly feel helpless. We hit into the cement barrier and then rotated and hit a FedEx freight truck. And after we hit that truck, we spun again. The airbags had gone off and like everything was fine at that point. Our Subaru, you know, put its life on the line for us. And I just thought that was, it's, a, it's I know it's a car, but it means so much more to us and our family. So there's no other car I want to drive. Subaru is one of the safest brands. And, you know, people can tell you that it has all the safety features, all the bells and whistles, but I've personally lived that. I mean, we went through such a horrific accident and I can just attest that the Subaru truly is as safe as they say. The Ascent has Subaru EyeSight and that is just an extra pair of eyes on the road, which I know I could use and I'm sure you other moms could use as well. So when we were looking to get another Subaru, the only place that I could trust was Mark Miller Subaru. At Mark Miller Subaru, they have their Promise Price program, which is when you go in, the price you see is the price you pay. They're not haggling you. I mean, their salespeople aren't even paid on commission. So you just feel so comfortable when you walk in the doors. And as a woman, I feel so, I just feel like I'm not being, you know, talked down to. It's just such a great overall experience. As a mom with three busy kids, I don't have the time to drop them off places. So it's so nice that I can bring them here when I'm getting services done, looking for a new car. They have a cafeteria, they have a kid's play area, and it just makes the experience completely just relaxing, like it should be. I love Mark Miller Subaru and so many other people do too, but hey, don't take my word for it. Just Google them. I mean, you'll see how many positive reviews come up. Subaru is a brand you can trust, and Mark Miller Subaru is the local Utah retailer that you will love. Welcome back, Wheels, Jeff. Uh, we're going to talk about ships sinking. We're going to talk about uh, impacting Ukraine. Where would you like to start, though? You want to talk uh, about let's ordering? Talk about ordering. Let's okay. talk about ordering versus buying used. So a topic that comes up every day here at Mark Miller Subaru Midtown and industry wide is supply and demand. I I did not. I failed econ in college. Patience. Uh, just because I didn't. Part of this I didn't. I didn't go to class. Uh, but Econ 101, supply and demand, the invisible hand, all yeah. that stuff. Man, we're getting a crash course every day. A master class, even. Supplies down. Supplies down. Demand is up. Demand is up. Prices. And your used car uh, market right now. It's stupid. We don't go over MSRP here. That's we won't sell we, a used car even over right. original MSRP. But it might be close to it. Yeah. And that's just because it's, the way it is. Now, elsewhere, you're paying five, ten thousand 10000 over original there's sticker. A, there's a retailer in Texas, Subaru Plano. If you go to their website right now, a Outback Wilderness, which is about a $42,000 car, yeah. is on their website with 3,000 miles on it for $58,000. That's, that's not cool. No, yeah. it's not cool at all. That's that's what gives us, it's why people don't like car dealers. Yep. Yeah. That's why we're a retailer. 
That's right. That's <laughs> we're, not we're not a not dealer. A dealer. <laughs> it does. The word dealer. It sounds like some kind of casino. Right. That's why we. Yeah. That's why we don't call ourselves a dealer. You, you, you the go other meet, guys. You, don't, you go meet up with a dealer. It's those other guys that are mm-hmm. the dealers. Yeah. But we're talking about this idea that patience is very important right now because what's going to happen is, is you're going to go into most stores, most manufacturers. If you come in right now to us, we're probably going to tell you it's three, four months at least. Yeah. To buy any model you want, unless we get lucky and just happen to have a car that something falls through on, or who knows. Yeah. But it's worth it because what happens right now is if you go out and you're buying a used car and you're paying a 30% ish premium probably on used cars right now. Right. No matter if you go down to a five year old used car to a one year old used car, you're probably paying an extra 30% because of the market. Yeah. And so what's going to happen is when the new car market comes back, that's going to correct and it's going to correct hard. So if you bought a $30,000 used car right now at a store that's selling it for market price, which is probably close to original sticker on a three-year-old car. Come November, December, if the new car market figures itself out, which it should, and will eventually, there's going to be a 20 to 30% correction in the used car market. So that wow. $30,000 car overnight is going to be worth 20 to 23,000. And, and, and you're just going to lose it. You're going to have a loan for that. Oh, that's terrible. I mean, we have a subprime lending company that we've cut off lending on right now. Because we're so worried about that idea that if we give someone a loan that may be at 100% value, like we give them a loan for the full amount of what they bought, come November, all of a sudden, they're going to be 30% buried. Yeah, you help them get into a car now, but then when it corrects, you haven't helped them at all. Whereas in the new car world, as long as you're not at a retailer that's charging you blatantly over sticker. Right. Yeah. Even if you're paying sticker, you're about 11% over uh, invoice. And, And look, there are some people... Who and I have this. All of us here uh, at the store have this conversation with our customers every day. If you have to have a car, you have to have a car. Yeah, we'll do our best to try and get you the best deal we possibly can, and that's what we do. I always try to aim people towards the certified Mm pre-owns because at least you're getting that much more out of your used your pre-owned car. But for those that don't need a car immediately, it really is a sweet deal uh, to. Right now, it's true. You're paying used car prices on new cars. Yep. Because the used car prices to, are so high. You order. That guy was just carrying a boulder on his shoulder. It's that a, can't be a real that's boulder. That's a fake boulder. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's just, sorry, not to be just but some strong man, Magasin. This, this, this is awesome. Squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> carrying a boulder this big on All his right, shoulder. Next week, we're going to close the blinds so you don't get squirrel action. <laughs> but this is an example up here on the screen. You go to our express store. And you can actually go in and you can actually build a car yeah. from scratch and build exactly what you want. We'll put in the order for it, and then you get what you want. And, and it might end up being a 2023, depending on when the car comes in. But right. we'll get yeah. it, build it as close to what you actually want as possible. And the, what I love about uh, what I get to tell people that are in that uh, decision right then is I tell them, yeah, we take a deposit of $500, but the good news is that's yours if you want it back. Yeah. Or we, no questions asked. If you come back and you say, I don't want the car anymore, we'll give you your $500 back and Trust me, we'll figure out someone to sell that car to. Just on Saturday last week, I had someone that was debating between the Toyota Corolla Cross, I think is what it's called, or a Cross Trek. Mm-hmm. And they came to us first, and they said, well, I'm not going to place an order because i got to go look at this first. I said, that's great. I don't want to begrudge you that. You want to make sure you don't have buyer's regret and mm-hmm. say, oh, what if I had gone and seen it? But do me a favor, place the order yep. so that it gets in line and then spend the next week or two Looking. checking your work on it. If you don't like it, you find you want the, cross, the Corolla, you come back, cancel it. Give your money back. back out of the system. Exactly. Totally. 
Um, and so go to our express store, do it that way. You also mentioned something a moment ago that sometimes sold orders get backed out of. Yep. And if you do place an order with us, all of us keep a running list of what uh, is being looked for. And while we might tell you, oh, your Outback won't be here till May, the Outback you ordered might come in in March because someone else backed yeah, out of it. At least a couple times a week and on our sales desk, there's a order that falls through and it's generally... Who's got who's got one to match it? Yep. And all the product specialists are out there calling all their people saying, does this one work instead? It's a little difference on it, but we'll just switch up and move your order up a little bit. There's some out there that are a little mad at me right now because uh, <gasps> my wife, who's a, cus- a legit customer <laughs> of this uh, fine establishment, she hopped on board with one of those she opportunities got one of the opportunities, recently. Yeah. So. It happens. All right, so there you go. Ordering versus buying pre-owned right now makes more sense to order, but if you have to, buy pre-owned from someone like us who's going to treat with respect and uh, love. All right, should we get to sinking ships? Let's talk about sinking ships and loose lips. (laughs) Uh, So this saga continues. We've talked about, I think, the last three episodes now. The Felicity. The Felicity Ace. The Felicity Huffman. No, uh, (laughs) that's a different sinking ship. Uh, All right, I'm done with the puns. The sinking ship. That's good. I probably am not, but uh, this has been a shipwreck of a show. All right, the tugboat was finally... Able the 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 fire burned out completely. They got all the cast all the crew off the ship, and a tugboat was going to bring Felicity back to the shores of Portugal. Yeah. Except it had been gutted so bad by the fire, it couldn't make the voyage, and it sunk. How many feet deep? Josh Goldsmith tells me ten thousand leagues under the sea. It's down there pretty low. 10,000 I don't know if we might going to get that one back up. We were showing, I was telling you about, before the show, that, about the one that was off the coast of Georgia a couple of years ago. Yeah, right. So this is the one that was off the coast of Georgia, and it was actually in a low bay when it sunk. So they actually, because of the pollution it was causing for the bay, they actually have figured out, it took them a year to plan, they figured out how to barge the thing back up, and they're cutting it apart piece by piece, as you can see in the picture behind so it. So that's just slices off of a Yeah, so they just slice it into little pieces on the barges. Oh and then they, one by one, have to take each car out of it and take the metal and try and get all the contaminants out of the water. Well, and that's because this, even though it's 10,000 feet below the sea, it's already contaminating the oh, ocean. It's insane amount of stuff. Just the fire on that ship alone was contaminating the ocean out there. But 4,000 vehicles, okay. up to $335 million. So a massive vessel like the Felicity Ace can hold more than 3 million liters of fuel. Oh, my oil. gosh. Wow. And, and then you have electrical wires, plant, paint, plastics, all the stuff from the cars that's going to be in that area. And, and they couldn't burn that fuel because the ship was on fire. Yeah. There's just a fireball out there. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a disaster. Uh, and 4,000 cars, 1,000 Porsches, 200 Bentleys. Yeah. What are, I think I said thir- $335 million is the estimate on the loss. That's what insurance is for. That, <laughs> hopefully they were up to date on uh, their policy. they were paying their insurance bills. Uh, and then you found, and maybe we'll do this in a later date on the Reels segment, but you found that that uh, ship. They're going to have a documentary. There's, there's a documentary filmmaker from Tennessee who is actually filming this thick like the salvage effort of this from the one in georgia from the one in georgia so he's actually doing a full thing it's going to be i think it's going to be on netflix at some point and he's working on a documentary it's not out yet i think he's going to wait until they've actually finished yeah because it's still working it's been four years they're still working on the thing crazy all right that'll be on our real segment in two years from now (laughs) (laughs) let's talk promise partner of the week uh discovery gateway 
They are the 2022 Mark Miller Subaru Loves Learning Partner. The new room, the new re- redesigned room here at the Midtown store. We have three of them. There's two at the Southtown store as well. And, and the one here at Midtown, my daughter, my three-year-old, has been here three times. All she talks about is, I want to play at Daddy's Work. Because she comes down and just plays and hangs see, out. how cute is that? It's pretty darn cute. Yep. Yeah, see, we're touching employees' lives as well. <laughs> but the Children's Museum, uh, we have an exhibit at the Children's Museum. Uh-huh. Uh, the Express Service exhibit. It's got a little mini ascent where the kids can pretend to change the oil, fill it up with gas, learn how the engine itself works. Yep, and we're working on different ideas on possibly updating that exhibit in the future as well to make it towards the electric world. Oh, that'd be great. So yeah, that'll little, be the next uh, step on that partnership with them. It's going to be working on that idea. Um, and our, we just we love the Discovery Gateway. It, it's an incredible place to take your kids to take your adult kids, to take you yourselves. <laughs> You'll learn and have fun at the Discovery Gateway Museum. You can learn more uh, about all of our Love Promise partners on our website, but especially Discovery Gateway. You can, if you feel the need or, or the want to do some good with your tax returns this year, they're always in need of donations. donations. Absolutely. And it goes to a really, really worthy cause. Let's, let's add on one more topic before we get okay. out of the car section, the, the effects of Ukraine. Yeah, so Russia. it's a... We talked about it last week, Jeff. Obviously, our thoughts, our prayers, our energies are all with the people in Russia and Ukraine, of course. Uh, and we don't want war. We want peace. And that being said, it is impacting the car industry. Yeah, it's a global economy. It's going to have effects. I mean, Russia and Ukraine are two huge suppliers to the car industry. Yeah. So, I mean, some good examples of this is going to be, I've got a little list here. So, Hyundai, Toyota, Volkswagen, they all have plants in Russia. Wow. Where they're manufacturing cars. They're all shut down and idled. And they don't know if they're ever going to turn them back on as long as the war is going on. That's in Russia. That, these are in Russia. So Magna International has been halted all their uh, operations in Russia. They're a major supplier of cars. There's a lot of employees trapped. Audi's cutting German production. One of the biggest issues they're finding in German production for Volkswagen, Audi, Porsche, those companies, is almost all of their wiring harnesses are produced in Ukraine. Oh, wow. So that's a 100% shutdown. So it's put together in Germany, but the, but it comes from the wiring Ukraine. harnesses all come oh from Ukraine, gosh. and that's 100% shut down. They're not making any because yeah. there's no business going on right now there. Well, you got 800,000 people fleeing the country. You know? Germany has halted all exports to Russia. So any German manufacturer is not allowed to export cars to Russia anymore. Okay. So that makes a huge issue. For a French car maker, Renault, their number two market in the world is Russia. Wow. And they are shut down from doing any business with Russia at this point. So they've lost 25% of their company value in a week. Go. So it's kind of like what we were talking about with the baseball thing. The it's Yeah, there's a lot of... Putin's not suffering yet. Honestly, it's the people of Russia, the people of Ukraine, the people of Germany, of France. That's where it happens. Is there, it's going to get uglier and uglier and uglier as this thing goes longer and longer. And then you talk about Russian oil. So the gas prices in the U.S. have hit an all-time high of 383 a gallon nationally. They should go over four in the next couple of weeks. <sighs> but if you can do that and, and stop the war, I think the American public's worth, they're willing to pay a little higher price sure. at the pump if they can stop the war. Sure. So right now, Russia's trying to sell their oil on the world market, and no one's taking it. And they're selling it at a they're bargain basement. They're selling 20%, 25% off, and no one wants it. 
which is awesome, which is how it should be. Yep. And I, I hope no one breaks on that, by the way. Congress, there are actually bills going in Congress right now to ban the import and export of oil to Russia. What was in the State of the Union? 18 million barrels is being released of, of reserve? From the reserve. It's 30, mil, 30 million worldwide. I think it was 18 out of the strategic reserve. So, and that's to hopefully stem that sacrifice. We're all going to make it the pump a little bit. But you're right. If we can... If we pay $4 a gallon for gas and this war ends in a week or two at the most, then fine. Let's no. do it. they got to make it as painful in Russia as they possibly can. I don't think they have yet. I think there's still some things they need to pull the trigger on. And, we, and not, that's a bad pun. That's a bad, <laughs> I didn't mean to draw it, but that, you know what I, I mean by that. Yeah, yeah. And we've got one, one other announcement that's going to be coming out this afternoon is we're actually announcing, Mark Miller Schuber, that we're supporting, there's a uh, fund started by the Community Foundation of Utah and the Larry and Gail Miller Foundation. Is the, and Ryan Smith and all them, they put this together to support the Ukrainian relief efforts. Oh, I didn't see that. And so they're, they are willing, that group of businesses put together a $2 million match on this fund. They'll match up to $2 million that goes into this community foundation fund. We're going to also match anybody that we can get to donate into that fund through the, our podcast, through our website. Oh, we'll wow. match up to $10,000 ourselves oh, cool. into that fund. So I will be a double match because our money will get matched as well. So if we can get $10,000 from our customers, we'll put another $10,000. It'll become forty. Oh, that's amazing. Into that fund. But that, we'll put an announcement on our website later this afternoon that you'll be able to see. So details how and where you can donate at Mark Miller's uh, uh, website this afternoon. Yep. So check it out. All right, that's wheels, uh, busy wheels. Busy wheels, right? Yeah. We're getting the reels. Hopefully reels. by next Friday we're, we're here talking about how Putin is crying in his tea, in his borscht. And it's so. all over. That'd be great. So too. All right, we'll escape into everyone's favorite pastime, the movies. Coming up next, another Batman movie. Yeah, we needed one, apparently. Tell you about it and more next. The Batman. The Batman. <laughs> we'll be back. My name's Jamie Usry, and I am a dog mom, a human mom, a wife, a member of the LGBTQ plus community, an animal advocate, and my Subaru is freedom. I've had so many animals over the years, several dozen dogs and cats. One of the things that I love about Mark Miller Subaru is, is they're the largest animal welfare supporter that I've ever met in the Salt Lake Valley. The dogs definitely enjoy the Subarus. I think it's a little more comfortable than some cars we've had in the past. One of the main reasons that I decided to purchase my two Subarus from Mark Miller Subaru is safety. Keeping all my little creatures safe is important to me, and Forrester and the Ascent that I have are both highly rated. You know, it's kind of this combination of a safe car, a nice-looking car, but also a very convenient dog-owning and, and kid-owning car as well. It's hard to leave the house to come have something done like an oil change or, or a rock chip repair, and so they come to me. Mark Miller Subaru comes out, picks up my car, brings it here to have a service, and drops it back off and you just couldn't ask for anything better when you're a busy mom like I am. When I knew I was gonna buy Subarus, one of the reasons that I trusted Mark Miller Subaru so much is not just what they do for animals in the community, but uh, what they do for our LGBTQ plus community here in Utah. They're one of the longest supporters of the LGBTQ plus community. I feel as a person involved in that community that they are someone that, that I can come to and, and will give me a good deal and respect me as a person and treat me right and my family right and my wife and I our daughter Harper and our dogs we're just so happy that we picked Mark Miller Subaru 
You may not even realize it, but through Mark Miller Subaru's Love Promise program, they're probably supporting a nonprofit that you love in the community. In the past 10 years, they've donated nearly $3 million across Utah to charities that we all love and support. Subaru is a brand that I trust, and Mark Miller Subaru is the local retailer that I love. All right, reels time here, Jeff Miller. Let's Re talk reels? about movies. Reels. Reels. Let's get real <laughs> and talk with the reels. We got to uh, start with the big one. The Batman. Not Batman. Or The Batman. The Batman. The Batman. Uh, unmask the truth. I'm Batman. It's out. My question to you, Jeff, is simple. Do we have to see this movie? I'm not going to a theater to see it, but I will watch okay. it eventually. <laughs> it's not to that level, but... Oh, man, I like don't know. Like, when Top Gun comes out, I'm going to the theater to see Top Gun. That's one you have to yeah, be. Yeah, I will see that movie in the theater, but I'm not, I don't think I'm going to go see this one in the theater. If I'll this was the, the first Ro Batman... I don't, I don't like Robert Pattinson. Well, you know, poor guy. Uh, yeah. He can cry into his millions, I know. But he got typecast because of those stupid vampire movies. Yeah. And now every time he... he's He's been in some... He's done some incredible roles, and he's good at them, but I can't not see... The vampires. What's his face? Uh, uh, Whatever his name is. Uh, Edward. Yeah. Edward the Vampire. Mm -hmm. So, or Dracula. Vampire. Uh, so anyway, it's an it's a darker, grittier, it's kind of Who's from the, the same... Uh, is isn't it, it joke, the Joker? Is that what you're asking me? No, who or who plays, plays it? Who plays the bad I don't know. Oh, it's the Riddler, by the way, not no. the Joker. But uh, I can't remember. I'll watch it, it eventually. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I'm, you know you're going to watch it eventually. Like a couple years from now, maybe. When it comes out on a free yeah. streaming yeah, service yeah, 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 where yeah. you can watch it, you will be watching it when it comes out. I'll, I'll be way right. late to this party. because I And <laughs> Batman, I'm not a big superhero guy, but Batman's my guy. I like Batman a lot. I loved it as a kid. What about the Batman? The Batman <laughs> seems like an emo kid that's uh, listening to, to too much uh, Hawthorne Heights and happens to be Batman. So I'm not into it, but a lot of people are seeing it, and a lot of people are liking it. I'm just not yet one of them. All right, let's move to the next one. Uh, my middle-of-the-night movie review of the week, because my three-month-old has decided to reverse cycle, sleeps all day, is up all night. I watched American Underdog, finally. Uh, the Kurt Warner story. Starring Zachary Levi, who's a great actor, a great yeah. person. I know our gal Linda Hamilton knows that firsthand. He's a great guy. Uh, and it's an incredible story, the Kurt Warner story. The yeah, guy that, for it. It's amazing it's like, taken 20 years to, to tell this story. Yeah, more than 20 years. Yeah, he's been in, out of college since 2000 or uh, 1997. So, yeah. And that's when this starts is his last year at Northern Iowa. Uh, it's really, really good, the story. It's actually really well acted. I like the movie. I thought it was well acted. It's, it's cheesy. It's got a tie on the cheese scale. It's There's very a lot high. of cheese. It's it's like but if you like the like, Gorgonzola. But if you love style. the feel good sports movie, this is up your alley. It is. Um, it's heartwarming. It, it made me. I, I'm not gonna lie. I had, to, I had to did choke back a, a tear or two. It, did it come the, down the cheek or did you keep it in? No, I, I kept it in, but a little <laughs> lump in the throat when the, the kid is singing at the wedding. Yeah, the, the wedding scene at the yeah. end is pretty, pretty special. Really good actor, <laughs> that kid, by the way. The, but it, it's it's fine. You'll enjoy it, but you won't ever want to watch it again. I gave it a solid <laughs> C+. 
which for a cheesy sports movie, that's actually a really good I score. was going to go low Bs. I was going to give it a mid B. That's, I mean, that's it's, a, it's a great movie to watch once. I don't yeah, know if you watch well it again said. and again. Yeah, I'm glad they made it. I'll never watch it again. <laughs> All right, family movie this week on Netflix, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. I love this movie. If you haven't seen it, you have to. If you've seen it, see it again. And there's a sequel. There's the a sequel's with a really funny, of too. too. It's really funny, too. But Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs is so funny. It looks like a dumb kids cartoon movie, and it is, but you will laugh your head off. Oh, I love that movie. The kids love it. That's a great movie. The writing is uh, unmatched. It's like a Coen Brothers comedy. Have you uh, watched it in screen. 3D before? I have. I have yeah. You've watched well, it in 3D theater? the sequel. I saw the sequel. sequel. The 3D. That'd have to be really cool in 3D with yeah. like all the rain and stuff coming down. Like, Yep, yep. I didn't see the original okay. in 3D. And then Date Night movie this week. I haven't seen this one. I haven't seen the it's Date called Night Just movie. Like Heaven. I believe it's also on Netflix. Uh, not that I'm being paid by Netflix or anything. This is from 2005, PG-13, Mark Ruffalo, Reese Witherspoon, Lake Bell. Uh, Reese Witherspoon is uh, a, a gal who is in a coma. And as she's transitioning from this life to the next, she doesn't know that she's transitioning. She just thinks this guy is squatting in her apartment. But he is buying her apartment, mm -hmm. but he can't until she officially passes. He can see her. No one else can. Drama, romance, and funniness ensues. The good. critics hated this movie. <laughs> hated it. 50% on Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh, ouch. But 80% for the audiences. See. And I really like this movie. All right. It's uh, a guilty I will, ha I will have to check that one out with the wife. So there you go. That's the reels segment this that week. Good reels. Good show. Well done. Yeah. Appreciate you being Good show. There. We're excited. Big How was Disney World? Disney World was fun. Was it humid? It was hot. Yeah. It was the chasing, looking for shade hot. Did you see any mosquitoes? No. Yeah. See, we we were talking. They have, you should Google it. BuzzFeed has a Did whole like list. Mosquito-free lands? A, a whole mosquito abatement program. They're amazing. I didn't see one And mosquito. it's all natural stuff. Yeah, I didn't see one mosquito. Yeah. But like, it was... like birds that eat only mosquitoes. Do you know what I did see, though? A lot of people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's President Squeak at Disney World. I <laughs> should have thought one that one through a little bit prior. Not not a going. mask yeah. to be held either. I'm sure. Oh, there were no masks. Yeah, there was zero masks. To see DeSantis. I would have yelled at the kids. Yeah. Just <laughs> <laughs> like let the guy. If they want to wear a mask, let them wear a mask. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone, chill with the mask. Yeah. Let's just yeah. be all right. Okay. Hey, we'll be back. I think in two weeks. Yeah, we're probably no show this next week. We're gonna all be out of town, so we'll I've be back. I've got to serve a week suspension. For his right. comments earlier in the show. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll be back in two weeks with hopefully a lot better news on the car front and the Europe front. And, and the jazz front. And the jazz probably undefeated at that point. They won't be. <laughs> for the ever-optimistic <laughs> Jeff Miller, our team behind the scenes, Ashley, don't know your last name, sorry. Josh Goldsmith, Mike Aguilar, Joseph Dane. He's Jeff Miller. I'm Austin Horton. Utah by five. Trust me.